closely and listen very closely to how you introduce the show and how you direct it because you're not going to be here next week. It's all going to be on me. And I'm sure while you're in Jamaica, you're not going to be thinking about this show very much. You know, I, I would like to say I'll be really missing you and Joy, but I might just not think about you at yeah, all. Yeah, we, we, we understand. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about today's show. It, it's another interesting mix of people, but that always makes for great shows, right? Uh, let's start first with Graham Kane and Rhett Britton with North Deck Productions. I'm going to let you guys tag team yes, this. Sir. Maybe you go first, Graham. Uh, just tell us the 10,000-foot overview about the business. Um, well, basically, we are a commercial video production company. Um, we primarily focus on creating video for social media advertising, um, online advertising, Google advertising, that sort of thing. Um, but we can do television advertising and so on and so forth. So pretty much any kind of video. You're yes, sir. Whatever yep. the project might be. Anything visual. Yep. Uh, well, let's talk about the the unique partnership you guys have because there's two different roles here so let's talk about look, kind of your main focus Graham and then, then Rhett tell me kind of how you complement this partnership here all right um well I think the best way to explain it would be to go back a step um to kind of how I got started um I started doing video um my sophomore year of college um I was shooting some video for some college classes um and a local car dealership took notice of it and picked us up, uh, picked me up to shoot some um, some video for them, and uh, and that just kind of snowballed into a business, and I was able to kind of get started coming out of college. Um, but I primarily focus on uh, the work behind the camera. Um, Rhett and I kind of split up the editing between each other, um, but I really brought Rhett on because I needed some extra hands with the kind of the sales and so on and so forth. Uh, Rhett, your, your feedback. Uh, I'm a, I'm more I've, I, I, my my official title is producer, but I do kind of more of excuse me. I do more of a little bit of really uh, everything. We kind of bounce off of each other. He's more technical, I'd say, and I think I'm more creative. That's probably the best way to describe it. Maybe. Yeah, that that sounds. That's a combination you need. Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, one of the things all of us are aware of is that. Maybe three decades ago, people really had to learn how to promote themselves through print. And then a little while later, you had to learn audio. And if you knew audio, you were up to date. But now we are definitely in the video age. Oh, yes, sir, definitely. absolutely. And, and that's, that's what prompts you to do what you do to help people make that transition from their earlier ways of getting their message out there. And unless your business, in my judgment, and probably yours, unless your business is doing something with video, you are greatly missing the mark. Yes, sir. I, I agree. Um, you know, I, I don't want to speak out of line and, and rag on radio or television or things such as that, but really um, social media is where advertising is really going these Explosive days. Explosive growth. Exactly. And... Um, and especially video, because people don't really want to sit there and have to read an advertisement or read about you. They just want to be told. And video is the best way to do that because it gives them, it gives everybody something to look at. Um, and and that's a, really the best way of conveying your story and your message and and getting that in front of somebody in a matter of seconds, really. Well, here's a question I have, guys. So say we, we yeah, I get it. Video, video, it's everywhere. It's where things are going. 
but you also can't just haphazardly turn on the camera and just do some stuff, right? I mean, I mean, <laughs> how, how, where do we go about creating a plan that's going to work? I mean, is that something you help with, like a content oh, strategy? Or, I mean, where do I even start? Well, the the funny thing about the this process is most of the time when we go to a client, a new client, uh, we ask the question, what do you want? And, of course, their answer is, I don't know. So <laughs> there's a question game we have to play, and really usually they do know. They just don't know how to articulate it. So. We get the story out of people, but they always know how to tell it. And that's kind of our job is to find a happy medium and be able to put it in video to tell their story and their narrative. Because that's what, that's what sells, we find, is these, pers- these stories with these ter- personal touches that uh, kind of bind people to different products. Exactly. Yeah, I, I feel like um, anytime that you can put your own, your own story into your advertisement, if you, can, if you can give people that personal connection, then it just makes makes the customer all that more likely to come to you because they can relate with you in some way. Well, I think the power comes from whether, you know, Bill does speech communications, I do retirement planning, you guys do video. There's a lot of other people that do what we do, but the video, like you're saying, it can let them know, hey, maybe I like something about Bill, his personality, his, he loves Georgia Bulldogs. I like, you know, so it lets <laughs> exactly. you get to know people that yep. could be the differentiator. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you get a better sense of who they are and, and what they do by, you know, seeing them, them talk about themselves and, and talk about their work and you can kind of get a sense uh, for their passion. And, and, uh, I believe that that really kind of helps to, you know, draw the clients in to those businesses. There's a video producer I know in Atlanta and I've I've had the privilege of working with him a little bit and interviewing him a couple of times. And the last time I interviewed him, I said, what's the main tip that you would give somebody about producing a video, about being on camera? And he said, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great saying. Oh, yeah. yeah we do, we uh, Recently with a lot of our clients, is most, most people, they're afraid to get on camera. Then they get on camera, and they're, after they warm up to it, they're pretty good at it. But it takes a couple times. People... Yeah. They know what they want to say. Yeah, it's always intimidating to have that big glass <laughs> lens in your face. Um, but, you know, once you kind of get somebody talking about themselves and talking about their business and, um, you know, it's pretty easy for them to kind of get into the rhythm of things and it usually flows pretty smoothly. And we, we always prefer to actually have um, a representative of the company absolutely work with us in the videos rather than bringing an actor in or something like that just yeah. because... Makes sense. Because, I mean, for one, they're always going to be able to talk about the business more effectively. Um, but it also gives the customers a familiar face when they come in to the, to the store um, and somebody that they can immediately kind of either ask for or go to. There's always that personal touch. Exactly. I would imagine when you're, you're coaching your clients who are going to be on the air like that, I would imagine you tell them this is not a national broadcast. You don't have to sound exactly. like a broadcaster. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You can always go back and redo it if you don't like the way that you sound or if you oh, yeah. slip up or, you know, there's n- there's not that much pressure involved because we can always go back and edit it and cut it out or reshoot it. And those off-the-cuff takes always sound a lot better. They really do. Exactly. I mean, we, we try to form a rough script, but um, a lot of the time it's it's nice if we can just get the client's talking about their business themselves and and you know it sounds more natural and um and you just get a better idea of who they are and what they do and of course there are times we want to have a script but a lot of times when we come into especially a smaller business it we like those really personal almost like you're talking to them 
videos, though you think those are effective. Right. You well, you, you follow the, uh, the motto that Bo and I have for this show. We know a little bit ahead of time what we're going to talk about, mm -hmm. and our, our guests give us a couple of suggestions ahead of time, but we say, this is planned, it's not canned. <laughs> yep, yes, right. sir. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's almost exactly how we, how we do our work, too. Um, we kind of have a, we know where we want to start, we know what they need to say, and we know where we want it to end, but we always, we always like to work with them in the moment and try to help them convey that story in a more natural way. Well, question I have, guys, so people listening or watching, you can wave. Um, what what are some, they're out there saying, hey, I need I need some things. There's some things I might, you know, I might can do the Facebook Live. What, mm -hmm. what would you say um, the reason do it yourself things maybe that you could do versus hiring a team to help you with a project? I mean, would you, would you why, why would a team be helpful? Well, personally, I believe that, that hiring, I mean, I don't want to just sound like I'm pitching myself here. Um, <laughs> the, thing about, the thing about hiring a videographer over trying to do something yourself is that it gives your business that, that more professional look. It may, I mean, it makes your business look higher class um, and really reflects well upon you. Right, quality. Exactly. Yep. Well, that, so that's the second part of that question, what I was wondering. So somebody out there listening, what would you guys say? Is there is there a top three or four scenarios that, that you say, hey, this is really an ideal person for us to help in this situation or this kind of business? Is there just I'm, – I'm just trying to paint a picture for somebody mm -hmm. out there listening saying, hey, this is what these guys do. They could help me. Well, one thing that we have found to be really successful, especially on like the YouTube scape, is uh, – even just doing reviews, even if it's from somebody from who, who's a part of the company, but doing reviews of products or mm -hmm. services even, especially if there's a service that might not be easily understandable to somebody if you say it and they can't know what it is immediately. Videos are amazing tools to spread the word and get people to understand it better, even yeah. on a website or people to discover it on YouTube. For example, um, we've been working with a business out of Athens uh, called Easy Dent. And go ahead and name drop them. Um, <laughs> we love these guys. Um, but... Um, they do paintless dent repair, so they're not a they're not a paint shop that, you know, they're not, they're not a paint shop. They they um, fix dents on your car um, without having to repaint and all all sorts of stuff like that. But it's it's if, to me it seems like a very uh, niche industry um, that not very many people are familiar with. Um, so having a video made for them um, gets their their brand out there and their business out there and. Um, kind of helps people to understand and see what they actually do, um, whereas I feel like even myself, I wouldn't quite get it yeah, otherwise. Yeah, videos are very effective for on-the-fence customers or potential clients. They're very effective. Yeah, and, and probably easier to understand than a written-up narrative. Absolutely. Very good. Well, so what do you guys see? So so let's give a give a, a range of services. We've talked about some aerial stuff. Is mm -hmm. that like drone stuff? I yep. Mean, we can mm -hmm. do drone photography. Um, drone video. Yeah, and our, our I mean, of course, our primary focus is, is actual video production where we bring out our cameras and our audio equipment, our lights and everything is set up and actually film a commercial for you. Um, but we also offer event coverage and um, event videography, wedding videography, uh, photography, all that sort of stuff. Anything visual, we can yeah. do it. Visual <laughs> media, basically. Yeah. Well, so this is, so we talked about starting um, how in school, mm -hmm. right, Graham, mm -hmm. you realized this was a passion, Rhett, you came on. What do you see the next five years with well, North Deck? Any, uh, any hints of what's coming or what you want to grow, what you want to do different? Um, I, I love what we're doing right now. We, we primarily work with local businesses and smaller businesses to help 
you know, reinforce their brand and, and, um, and kind of grow awareness of them in the community. And uh, I, I really enjoy it. It's very rewarding work. So I would like to just continue to do that. Um, but of course, we would love to expand also and work with bigger corporations and things such as that. Um, but uh, again, like I said, we, we really love what we're doing right now. So we'd love to just be able to continue doing it. I think something in the distant future maybe for us is we our training is a narrative film. And that's where we, we incorporate a lot of those tools and that aspect of filmmaking and video producing into what we do now. I think in the future, we'd really like to produce some more narrative stuff like short films, feature films, anything we can get our hands yeah, on. Yeah, we have passion projects on the side that yeah, we're we have that scripts we're on the shelf. On. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that narrative film, that's an interesting word. How does that translate to the commercial videos? Well, like I said earlier, there's always somebody always has a story to tell. There's always something that will connect people that would normally see it or even care about it. But a story uh, tells something in a more entertaining light, and people will always latch onto that. And that's something, especially like getting per- – developing a story, especially of a business, is a way to connect with potential clients in a way that maybe saying, buy this, you know, of course, wouldn't necessarily do or use the service. Narrative, anything narrative is always a good way to connect with people. And it, and it really changes kind of the, it has really changed the style of, of filmmaking that we use when we go into uh, produce these commercials. Um, rather than producing it like you would a television commercial, we kind of, we take a more film-like approach to it and try to try to really utilize our cinematography and, and our um, our audio training to, you know, kind of give your commercial a more a more movie like feel as opposed to kind of these infomercial right yeah we try to stay away yeah. from those yeah green screen style <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah you know we want it to be we want it to have that that quality well bill this sounds like some lessons you shared with me a long time ago when we were talking about presenting to audiences speaking right you talked about hey a story sticks with people people remember a story right. it's a lot more effective than us getting on the camera and saying here's a how to yeah, exactly. Here's how you fix a dent, <laughs> right? Yeah. But let's make it a little more personal. Yes, and one thing uh, I've noticed in in uh, video production is, and and you can see if I'm accurate on this, but it seems <laughs> to me that video production must be much more concise than it was when we first mm-hmm. got into it. Uh, there were times that the, it was very much like when people first got televisions. They would watch it, whatever was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with video production, when we first started, people would watch 25 or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And now, if you can get your point across in two to four minutes, uh, there are a lot of videos on YouTube, and particularly instructional videos oh, that, yeah. that are less than right. five minutes. And I, I always love it when there's something I can't figure out and there's a lot I can't figure out. <laughs> and I go to I, I Google or I go to YouTube, and somebody has had that problem, and they they have a short video, and if I do what they say, it solves my problem. Oh yeah, yes sir, yeah. Um, I mean, it is pr- it's incredible how far along um, technology has come in such a short amount of time, um, because just ha- having digital cameras that can shoot cinema quality and you know i can buy that off the shelf at best buy now is just absolutely incredible yes i was doing video production before that and i remember so well it didn't take very long to shoot the video with a standard camera but Mm -hmm. loading it into the computer (laughs) you had about a 15-step process and it might take you 30 or 35 minutes well 
today's uh, newer generation who didn't go through that would be shocked to find oh, yeah. out that, that it ever was that cumbersome. Thank heaven we've made great great strides there. Oh, it's really, it makes everything easier on the back end. Once we're done with shooting, of course, editing takes a while, but uploading it and sending it to clients now is it's instant. It's yeah, so I mean, much better. I mean, it's all <laughs> yeah. done through our computer. We, you know, we pull it off the card, off the camera, immediately have it available to us on the computer. Can go ahead and put that in the editing software. And, and like Rhett said, editing does still take a while um, because you have to, you know, you have to organize all the footage and drop it all into Adobe Premiere is what we primarily use for editing. Um, and you have to arrange it, and you have to make sure that it, it flows well and has the correct rhythm, and you have to color correct it, all that sort of stuff. So there's still a lot that goes into editing. Um, but rendering it is extremely, Very extremely fast. fast now. I mean, it's w within a matter of hours rather than, you know, a, a full day sometimes it used to take. Um, and then we can immediately put it online and send it to our clients right then and there. We don't have to hand deliver it or put it on a DVD or a CD <laughs> or a, t a tape even. Um, yeah, CDs mail were common. Even a decade ago, CDs were still common. Now we right. just exactly. send over email. Yeah. Yep. So it is really amazing how how far along everything has come. Well, let's talk. So we have the privilege of being able to interview about 100 business owners or organizations over the course of a year here in the studio. Mm. And it's not an uncommon thing that I hear is we're going to we need to start doing video. Right. I mean, it's people know that. So my question, guys, is somebody out there thinking that what's that process? Where do we start? Should we call? Do we do a consultation? We find out more about you guys. Mm -hmm. Let us know what what's the best way to approach that. If we're thinking, hey, that's something I really should look into. I want to do. If anybody is unsure of how to start, just even just asking, what could I do, is a good place to start because you might not understand like uh, what videos your 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 company could produce that are would be beneficial for you. But there's usually, I mean, we were just talking with a potential client the other day that we in in a one like a thirty minute meeting we came up with six or seven ideas for a potential video. Some we could start in that day if we wanted to. There's so, there's so many different things you could do that are effective. Uh, you know, a simple phone call, and we always set up an appointment to kind of talk in depth about what they may want. Uh, yeah, we're, we, we like to email back and forth. We, we'll, we'll speak to you on the phone, but um, we always like to sit down with you in person, uh, take a look at your business, and get a walkthrough. Yeah. Get an understanding of who you are and what your business is, and then, and then go from there. I think that's important, right? There's yeah. a co coaching component because, sure, I could go up and cut 10 videos, but am I really getting clear on my objective? What am right, I trying exactly. to accomplish with mm -hmm. it, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. got Bill, another good show. Um, Rhett, Graham, thanks so much for being on North Georgia Business Radio. So, again, website one more time. Our website is www.northdeckproductions.com. Um, our email is northdeckproductions at gmail.com and our phone number is 706-614-3230 and you, you are welcome to reach us any of those ways. Excellent. Bill, I'm trying to talk him into helping us get like a grade A set up for this studio. How about that? <laughs> Bo, you can talk people into almost anything. <laughs> I've, I've noticed that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for being on North Georgia Business Radio yes, X sir. And, yeah. and I look forward to hearing about the thank future of North Depth Productions. Absolutely. Yeah, thank, thank you for you, having sir. us. All right, Bill. So let's go from producing videos to one of the good, one of the organizations in our community helping out a lot of people. Yes, indeed. And our guest on on that point is Jordan Hussey, who's with the Jeffrey Dallas Gay Recovery Center. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you for having me. Tell us, please, how this organization started. That's very important. And what's its purpose? Well. 
The um, organization is named after Jeffrey Dallas Gay Jr., who passed away eight years ago as a result of an opioid overdose. And um, as a result of all of the opioid money coming, um, the state has actually opened about 30 RCOs across the state of Georgia. And RCO, Recovery Center? Recovery Community Organizations. Okay. Yep, so we're a nonprofit organization funded through the state of Georgia and donations um, to provide one-on-one -on -one peer coaching, to provide things like alternative meetings, as well as the regular, like, 12-step, AANA, Celebrate Recovery, Smart Recovery. We have Crystal Meth Anonymous. Um, we have Break Every Chain now. We have Codependency Anonymous. Just a, you know, holistic approach to recovery is, is the goal. And, um, you know, we're able to do it because we have some major recovery champions in this community that are tired of seeing people pass. I remember so well, a uh, good long time ago, I was a member of a civic club here. And I can remember the sheriff coming one day and having the program for the club. And he said, many of you in here do not think that addiction could possibly ever affect you. You think that's for a different social strata. And boy, has, has his predictions come true. That's absolutely right. You know, I think that... Um, we've all been affected in some way. I think that we've all known someone who, you know, who's been affected by alcohol or other substances, or they know someone. I know that there are people that I've never met that knew about when I was struggling because my mother would go to work and probably cry her eyes out because of, of the struggles that I was having. I always say that addiction is like this ripple effect. It affects us. It affects our families. It affects the community. We, we tend to have criminal behavior when we get behind the wheel of a car under the influence or we start stealing or what have you. On the flip side of that, recovery has that same ripple effect. We start becoming contributing members of society. We start paying our taxes. We start giving back and being present for our families, our children, our parents. And we're able to make amends or, you know, call it what you will, we're able to be there in ways that we weren't able to be there before. And so we're trying to create that ripple effect in this community. Well, Jordan, something fascinating, I, I would love for you to speak to this that I love about what's going on at Jay's Place is uh, people in recovery supporting people needing help with recovery. So speak to that just a little bit. So we're certified peer specialists through addictive diseases. Uh, the Georgia Council on Substance Abuse is the one and only certification that you can get in the state of Georgia or maybe even you know other states are actually coming to get this certification and so we are certified peer specialists in addictive diseases that's like you know I'm a person in recovery and I can share my story um, but also just one-on-one -on -one meeting with someone I don't have to fix that person necessarily they, they don't necessarily need it fixed they want somebody to understand and empathize with them and say, if this isn't working, let's try something else. You don't have to do it by yourself. I'll do it with you. I'll walk alongside you the whole way so that you're not alone. And, and the goal is, is, is to make them know that there are several options, many pathways to recovery. I know people that work out, and that's all they do to stay well. Mm -hmm. And that works great for them. I know people that 
they practice self-care and that is their wellness um, for me it's a holistic I, I go to church I attend meetings I share my story I, I talk to other people and and do service work and and it's you know it takes a lot I you know I was really sick and I, I need a lot more but um, it takes what it takes and the bottom line is 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 don't give up that's the bottom line. You still have options. Even when you think that you've exhausted everything, you still have options. Do you have a, uh, uh, what we could call an inpatient facility, or is everything done on an external basis? So we're not clinical at all. Mm-hmm. So we, don't, we aren't a treatment center in, in that context. What we are is um, peer coaches just you know, providing support, added support. We don't want to be the end-all, be-all, and we don't want to replace detox centers. I think that treatment centers and all those have their place and are necessary. However, what happens when someone comes back into the community after treatment? That You know, they only know their old friends, mm-hmm. their old playgrounds, their old places that they used to go, and they're having to start all over with, you know, nobody. Well, we want to be that somebody. And if, if we can, we will be. Well, and, and I love the idea that it's support. It's not so rigid that if it doesn't work for somebody, they don't feel like a failure. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And then just seeing somebody that's dealt with something similar to me, there's hope. They're, they're thriving and surviving. Maybe there's hope for me. I just see the power in what you're doing there. So Yeah. And, and is that some so, – so literally it's a I, – I love the way you describe it, Jordan. It, it's to walk along this path with somebody. That's right. I don't have to walk in front of you and show you what's going to work for you. I'm not going to walk behind you and make sure that you don't fall. You might. You right. might fall. You might stumble. It's hard. But I'll be there to, to stand you back up and say, let's keep going. Or if this isn't working, we'll try something else. I would imagine that one of the great needs that you meet – is to take away the loneliness that an addict feels because an addict, I would assume, uh, feels rejection by family, by friends, by work colleagues, and they need an empathetic, sympathetic voice. And certainly that comes more from someone who's been through it themselves. Absolutely. So I think that more than loneliness, there's the stigma attached to so whether people can empathize with you or not, I'm feeling so ashamed that I don't want to share it. Who am I? Why would I tell you? You know, if we if we are feeling that ashamed, then we never can talk about getting well. We don't know what options are out there because we're not willing to ask the questions. And um, fortunately for me, my uh, struggle was so out there and blatant for all to see that when I got well, I think people were finally like, it's about time, you know, (laughs) like, sheesh, we've been praying for you, you know? Um, but the reality is, is there is such a stigma attached to it and, and we isolate, we pull back. And, and that is for me, normal behavior when I'm, when I'm struggling. And so, you know, being, being in pro social events surrounded by people that think the way that I do, that behaved the way that I do and, and don't want to anymore is huge. It's everything. Well, Jordan, and again, I, since we're on broadcasting, uh, I'm thinking, how do we paint a picture? So maybe it's a parent, maybe it's an individual. I don't know. Somebody out there listening, what, what would be some scenarios of, of the kind of person that, that shows up for help or, or, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what's some things that, that p- 
people, they may not know there's a resource that they're out there dealing with something. So we have meetings all across the board. We have parent support. That, that meeting is for parents of a pers- the child who is struggling, has struggled, and has found recovery, or they've lost as a result of. All across the board, we have all recovery meetings. So whatever your pathway, whatever the substance, if you're a family member of, if you're a friend of, if you're the individual that struggled themselves, we welcome you. Our goal is to be inclusive. Our goal is to show them that, you know, whether you're the one that's struggling yourself or you're the family member, the friend of, I've I've sent people who were the roommates of their friend that passed or, you know, overdosed and, and didn't pass, you know, they needed support, you know, and so we're able to just bring them in and love on them and, and say, you know, this is tough. Most of the time people know it's tough. That's why they're seeking out help. And, and the reality is, is they just want to be heard. They just want to be met right where they're at. Well, and I appreciate the the work you're doing. And again, I think more people, we just need to bring more awareness to what resources we have in this community. It's it's tremendous, really, what's out there. Now, as a nonprofit, I'm, I'm almost wondering too, and you can tell me if this isn't something I'm off base here, but what if somebody's out there saying, Hey, I have a story or I've, I've dealt with some of this. That's something I could buy into and wants to volunteer. Is that something? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We'd love to have them. Okay. And that would just be, how would they pr- pursue that? So they could just um, come by. Uh, we're on off of Thompson Bridge on Juanita Avenue. We, um, we could accept calls and just set up a meeting. You know, what I want to know is the first thing I ask people when they come and they say they want to volunteer is, okay, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Because I, I believe in self-directed care at Jay's Place. We believe in self-direction. So what does it look like for you? What what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about people? Do you have do you have something deep within you that, that's drawing you out? Is it art? Is it music? Is it, what is it? You know, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's integrate it. I like Absolutely. It. Well, well, that brings me to my next thing. You said something. When you, when you bring up the word recovery, I don't know that for some people the the thought of fun comes into the the picture in your mind, but you said one of the things you really strive for is to, to help people realize that recovery can be fun. Yes, absolutely. I've had – my life is better now than it's ever been as a result of recovery, and I get emotional just thinking about it because – I was ready for life to be over because I didn't think it would ever get any better. And when, when I found recovery, it was a struggle in the beginning. And I found out that, you know, I just kept pushing. I found my people and, and walked alongside of them. And, and we do things like small events. We'll do a Super Bowl party. And it was a great way to, you know, just get people in the door and have a good time, have some wings and, and pizza and just, you know, binge out on football. We've done things like Friendsgiving where there's 120 people showing up in our tiny little facility and it's pouring down rain and they had to walk across the street to get there, you know, um, because they know we're going to feed you. We're going to have a whipped cream pie eating contest <laughs> and we are going to get down. We we want to have fun in recovery, you know, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year's events like uh, we're planning a White River rafting trip. We have a flag football event every year. Like, we we want people to enjoy themselves because if I'm miserable in recovery, then not what's the point, but almost. Right. You know, almost. 
One thing we haven't mentioned, and I would think it would be rather essential, is this must have to involve families as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, my family was affected by mine, and um, there are all families out there are affected in one way or another. And so um, we, we support them just as much as we support the peer themselves. Um, they are our people. There are people, and, and we have mothers that come to parent support. We I had a mom bef right before I got here that came and said, you know, I've been looking for a place for my son to come. And, and I was like, well, we want you too. Right, <laughs> right. It's, it's holistic. It yeah, has to be, right? it is. Well, Jordan, as we're kind of winding down now, we talked about the volunteers, but let's talk about the person listening that says, hey, that's my son or daughter. That's my spouse, um, or that's me. Mm-hmm. How do they plug in? Because you said something beautifully. You said you found your people. And you've said a couple times, I don't know if you realize it, people are looking for their people. So what if that person's out there looking for their people and wants to know more about what you do? What's the best way to connect, get involved? Well, they could call Jay's Place. Uh, we have Facebook Messenger, and, and we're on it. Me and the guys are on Facebook Messenger just about 24 hours a day. And um, so we answer, you know, messages as they come in. They can get on our website and reach out to us. They can send us an email. Uh, our website is www.jsplacerecovery.org. Um, our phone number is, sorry, guys, 678-316-0403. Uh, just reach out. Come by. And uh, we'd love to have them. And we'll have all this information on the show page so people watching can, can see that. Um, but, Jordan, thanks so much for the work, the work you're doing with Jay's Place and the work you're doing in our community, and thanks for being a guest on North Georgia Business Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Rhett, Graham, thanks so much for sharing your business and being with us today. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you sir. for having us here. Dr. Bill, been another unique, fun, and exciting show here on North Georgia Business Radio. Actually. And highly informative as well. That's right. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place, highlighting the people in our communities and the businesses that they run and the good work they're doing right here on North Georgia Business Radio X.